just got back from, you know, she got back a couple of days ago from her big trip to San Diego that I was telling you guys about. And we posted a couple of pictures on Facebook uh, to the USS Missouri. Is that what it was? USS Midway. Midway. USS Midway. How was that? That was interesting. It was, it was a retired uh, aircraft carrier. Yes. Yes. And that was in San Diego. It's like a museum now. It turned to a museum. Right. But you can take a tour of the boat and see how everything was done. And they had it set up to where you could actually, it was mannequins, but see the people working and show what they did and then all the different planes that it carried. Mm-hmm. And you have to meet one of them. There's actually still a pilot. Uh, he had one of the coolest names ever. It was... What was his name? King Split. King Split. His, his nickname is Banana Split. I thought that was cool. But that's his real name, King Split. Yeah, he flew the Corsair in World War II. He was there. He, I guess he works for the, he the museum now. He said he comes in on Thursdays and um, does meet and greets, takes pictures for a couple hours every Thursday. Yeah. Does he do autographs and stuff like that? Do you I think it is autograph, just a picture. Just got the picture. He brought me back a nice little nifty souvenir. I got a, a little mug that I could hold my drinks and take to the gym and stuff. Water bottle. A little water bottle thermos thingy. Thing boxes USS Midway on there. Right. Pretty cool. And he also did something else really cool. He did a lot of stuff cool, but you got to go to the restaurant where Top Gun, Goose, and Maverick played the piano and sang Great Balls of Fire. Right. Kansas City Barbecue. Kansas City Barbecue. That's what it's called. Yes. So how was that? How, how did, tell us about that place and how it related to the movie in, in real life. In real life, it, it's a very small place on, on film. It looks like it's a pretty good-sized bar, but it's really not. It's kind of little. But it caught on fire in 2008, so half, fire. Of the, half of the place blew down, so they had to redo it. What? But they did salvage the piano. So it was the original piano? The original piano, yes. So and all the other stuff probably went and burned in the fire. They said the jukebox was a replica, and the tables, the table that Maverick and Charlie sat at. Yeah, and Meg Ryan, I can't remember what her character's name was, but, uh, yeah, their table that they sat at at the restaurant, yeah. that little window so, corner. And we sat in at that table. You said that, that space yes. with their table is a burner. Right. Okay. But that space is where they sat us. Now, did they have uh, Top Gun memorabilia there, stuff signed by Tom Cruise, and... Anthony Edwards and Meg Ryan. And they did. They had a whole wall in the back with Top Gun pictures. Um, they autographed. Some of them were autographed. Yeah. So the actual stars had been there. Other than just filming, did they, did they go in there and eat when they came into town? She didn't say, and I didn't ask. Uh, I'm assuming that she said the food wasn't really that good. The food was not really that good, no. Yeah. I was very disappointed in the food. So they're just kind of living on their reputation from the movie, huh? Yeah, and they said that it was like the best business decision they ever made. To be in the movie. Yes, to shut down and do a day day of filming. And I'm thinking because... They only did one day in there. One day. One day, yes. Three scenes. Hmm. That's pretty quick. Biz. You're in the biz. That was probably a a good 12-hour day. They did a scene outside the restaurant where I think they said Maverick pulls up on his motorcycle. Right. And catches, talks to Charlie. That was filmed outside the restaurant across the street. Like where they're making out the night scene. I don't making out on the motorcycle? No, it's not that one, I don't think. Is it the one where uh, after Goose dies and uh, he, she chases him? She chases him or he chases her? I think he chases her. To he get chases her. her. Doesn't he go try to get her back? 
that she's like done with them? No, he gets he gets upset because she calls it out like it is. She basically calls him and like get over it, you know. Get over it, you move on, you live your life. He was like zooming his revving his motorcycle up so she could hear him or he could hear her. And he takes off and then she takes off after him. And then she catches him and he hops off and says, Jesus Christ lady, do you think I'm reckless? <laughs> I don't know if it was that one or another one. I got another scene in my head, but maybe that's something different. Yeah. Anyway, so you, you brought me back to Topman Patch. Yes. No Velcro. No Velcro. <laughs> Dang it. Yeah, some Velcro on it. But, uh, did you do anything else, No, you're a big Friends fan. Yes. Fan of Friends. So you got to go check out some Friends stuff, too, right? Yes, we went to Warner Brothers Studio, which is where they film Friends at. And they have the set reserved. Um, it's now Studio 48 is what they call it, which is like the whole new interactive thing. You can actually go in and um, sit on the couch, sit on the chair, um, take pictures, and then you can do other things. Um, they have where you can ride the backboard. Is like Central Park? Is that what it is? For the friends, yes. It was Central Park. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and then they have like Phoebe's guitar is preserved. They have a, the foosball table, the refrigerator. Tilly and Chandler's refrigerator. So there's yeah. some scenes with that that's kind of funny. Um, and then they actually have a, a coffee shop built called Central Park, so you can actually go in and buy that's coffee. a real coffee shop? Yes. On the stu- at the studio? It's at the studio, yes. Oh. And it's called Central Park. And Curtis and I went and got us a cup of coffee at the Central Park. Yeah. Um, but you can't go to Central Park and not buy coffee. So we did that. But then you get to interact with other things. Um, they had some things from... Um, the Hobbit there, the Hobbit table, they have an Admobile where you can... The Hobbit table was cool because you took some pictures and it shows how, because she took her kids and uh, her oldest son and, and her daughter were sitting at this table together and she was really big and he was like really tiny, mm-hmm. but they were sitting at the same table and it wasn't a trick photography and it's just the way that they angled the table right. or something like yeah. that. Yeah, the way that it was set up and it was split in half. But it was the same table, but it was just like the end of it was cut off. And it was really cool. Very cool. The way it looked. So you had a good time. A great time. San Diego. It was cold. It was warmer in Tennessee than it was California. It was until you got back and then it got cold again. Of course. It's like 20 now. Well, cool. I'm glad you're back. Thank you. I'm glad I'm back too. We got to spend New Year's together. So Happy New Year's to everybody. Happy New Year's, everyone. And this is this is I guess this will be, this will be our official first show of 2016, uh, TLP 132. And hopefully you're noticing a better, hopefully it's better, a different sound quality. Anyway, uh, I got a nice Christmas present. I got some new recording equipment, and uh, this is our first run at using the equipment. So we got new mics, new head, uh, headset, new mixer, uh, all kinds of stuff. I don't know how. 99.9% of this stuff works. Uh, I just kind of watched a couple of YouTube videos on getting it set up, so I hope it's working good. But I'll learn as I go along. I uh, just wanted to make sure I had some good stuff for this year's SHOT Show, which is coming up in, what, two weeks? Two weeks, I think, yeah. Two weeks, yeah. So probably, um, just like last week, you know, I did the um, best of facts to fight the myth. Um, this is going to be a real short uh, kind of introduction that we're doing today because I'm going to cut in some, I told you in the last episode, I was going to do some uh, some of the best of the jack wagon train. So I've thrown together some for you guys this week. There's an old one from James Yeager, uh, Nicole McLean, the Hunter Actress 
famous YouTuber who tracks down people who impersonate Navy SEALs and calls them out in public. Uh, he's a real funny guy. I'd like to get him on you sometime. Uh, Student of the Gun, Jared Paul Markle. And then I'm going to wrap it up with a segment that we did back in episode 63. It's called Operator Ithic. Uh, and that's when we had Matt Best, who is extremely famous now. This is before he exploded. He's, I think he was around like 60,000 subscribers or something like that on his YouTube channel at the time on Facebook. And he's like over 300,000 now. Uh, but Invest 11X, he's the former Army Ranger that does those hilarious videos on YouTube with the rap battles and the different stuff like that. And then he also owns the Art 15 clothing. Uh, has some pretty cool t-shirts and, and things. So, but you might enjoy that. For some of you who haven't gone back and listened to some of the past episodes, the James Yeager one was uh, episode 34, and the Cole McClain was episode 35, Don Shipley was 36, Student of the Gun was from episode 53, Andrew was back uh, episode 11, and Matt Best was at 63, so if you guys want to go back and listen to those full um, shows, full interviews, uh, you can go to our website, go to iTunes, and, and check out those older episodes. But uh, I want to give a special thanks to our, all of our sponsors, the Sonoran Desert Institute, SDI. Uh, check them out at sdi.edu. Of course, Nordic Components for all your shotgun uh, accessories, your extension tubes. And there's going to be some really exciting, cool new things coming from those guys. Probably we're going to hear more at SHOT Show, what's coming down the way with them. And then our good buddies at Tactical Walls for all your consumer furniture and accessories for around the home. They've got some really cool things like the concealment labs and whatnot. But uh, check them out at tacticalwalls.com. And of course, Nordic Components is nordiccomp.com. So, hope you guys enjoy this little um, segment that I put together. Best of some of uh, some of my favorite jack wagons. Uh, and then the little segment that we did with um, Matt Best. So, yeah, just keep in mind, I'm getting ready for SHOT Show. I hope you guys are enjoying these little segments that I'm putting together for you. Uh, it's just real tough getting ready for SHOT Show right now and, and getting people together because everybody's uh, just kind of fumbling around trying to get, get their together for SHOT Show. So I just figure I'll have some fun to do some, uh, some of these different um, best of kind of things for you guys until the SHOT Show, which when we get to SHOT, we're going to have a whole lot of new uh, interviews with people and, and companies out there. So See y'all at SHOT Show. There you go. She'll be there with me. Get the together. But first, <laughs> I almost forgot uh, the trivia that we had back with Apex. The winner, I'm going to announce that right now. Uh, and the winner needs to get in touch with me via email, talkinglead at gmail.com, or hit me up on Facebook. Uh, but congratulations to Jeff Edgar. Jeff uh, had the correct answer. Uh, which we were looking for December the 23rd, 2009. You guys were supposed to go to Apex and their Facebook page and post your answers there, uh, like their page and say Leadhead was here. Uh, of course, you had to go to their website to find the answer. Uh, congratulations to Jeff Edgar, and thanks to everybody who took part in that. Thank you for participating, and we'll have a, another trivia question coming up soon. So enjoy the show. 
Hey, uh, Semper do or die, hold them high at 8th and I. It is time for the talking lead Jack Wagon of the Week, so brace yourself, baby. So, left hand, who is our Jack Wagon of the Week this week? Well, I think we're going to let our guests chime in on that. And, okay. Uh, Don, who, who would you like to uh, nominate for the Jack Wagon train this week? There's uh, no better candidate than A.J. Dickon. I never get tired of swinging at that clown, <laughs> and hopefully the... Uh, you know, the FBI, you know, they're uh, great guys. They dot the T's, cross the I's, and that guy goes to prison for a long time. I've done a couple of videos about him, but um, AJ. Uh, Give us a little guys profile. Out of over, uh, $400 million. You know, he was able to convince guys. Never what? served a band. Yeah. Wow. So, uh, gifted, uh, you know, and that's the way a con works. You know, he's a, uh, he's a con artist, but uh, claimed to have been a SEAL commander and a master chief and SEAL Team 6. He killed Bin Laden and all that stuff, and people believed him. So, uh Wow. You can see him up there, A.J. Dickon. And, uh, yeah, he, he he's my top of the list for Jack Wagon. Wow. So, A.J. Dickon, welcome to the Jack Wagon train. And from that story, I think he needs to be the freaking train engineer. He might he might have knocked Diane Feinstein off. Uh, he's on her shoulders, definitely. <laughs> wow. Uh, That's pretty bad. Welcome to the Jack Wagon train, Mr. Dickon. <laughs> you <laughs> hey, Ralph, Semper do or die, hold them high at 8th and I. It is time for the talking lead Jack Wagon of the Week, so brace yourself, baby. So who is our Jack Wagon of the Week, Left Hand? I think we're going to go with that guy that uh, Tuesday down in Atlanta uh-huh. went up to the elementary school with his AK and uh, opened fire. You hear about that one? No, I didn't hear about it until you just told me a minute ago. Yeah, it was like a 21-year-old or 20-year-old kid. Uh, goes up to this elementary school, and I don't know what his reasoning was yet. I haven't read anything that, that told but obviously he was mentally ill because he kept saying he was off his meds and he needed to go to the mental hospital instead of coming to the elementary school, obviously, and shooting it up. But uh, he didn't kill anyone. He was just firing shots in the air. And uh, there was this, and this is more of the reason I want to talk about this story is because the front desk lady that was there uh, was really a hero in this whole thing, mm-hmm. uh, they've got the 911 call where she's on the phone with dispatch and she's talking this guy down basically the whole time. Gotcha. And if it wasn't for her, it could have really got out of hand, but she kept it under control and the guy eventually put his gun down and surrendered. And there were no injuries or fatalities or you know, anything like that. So that guy's a jack wagon for getting off his meds. Obviously, st- should have stayed on his meds uh, and gone to the the hospital like he originally had told her. But I want to give uh, we need to give her credit. Her last name's Tough T U F F. So and and listening to her voice, I mean, it's probably not a lady you'd want to mess with. Mm-hmm. But she she took the motherly route, you know. Is oh baby, you know you don't want to do this. I love you, you know. It's just really. <laughs> coddling to him and and she talked him down so she was awesome kind of on the, the opposite of our jack wagon you know she's our hero of the week since jaeger's here and we have a commonality of this youtube thing going on there's a blanketed jack wagon we're going to give to the whole group of trolls on youtube <laughs> i listen i love those guys it's fun if they <clears> realized <throat> how much money they made me <laughs> I know it. they would <laughs> never never utter my name again i have people that'll ask us they'll say okay what do I do with the trolls when they start? Leave it. Oh no! Let it be there, Listen. and then maybe answer it. And then all of a sudden, everybody that answers in that's another view. <laughs> let me go. Let me go ahead and tell anybody that's choosing success, and I don't care what field you're trying to do. Until you have a website dedicated to hating you, you haven't made it. <laughs> <laughs>
That's true. That's true. That's very true. <laughs> it is. What is it? <laughs> Dude, I got a bunch. Of Jaeger scum. I got. There's a bunch of. It's one. actually a domain. Jaegerscum.com. Yeah, yeah. Wow. That's crazy. That's awesome. Please keep doing it. <laughs> I think Koresh is behind all those. Kokesh. Koresh. Oh, is This is way. This is this is way before him. Oh, this way predates him. Uh, so y'all buried the hatchet yet, or is it still? Listen, uh, like, like I he said, he had a positive comment about. Oh, him, I know. I've, I mean, that was. Well, I, I've never seen anything positive about him. Well, about listen, he he, he talked crap. He, his his people dogpiled me, and I don't like him. And uh, I challenged him to a fight. He didn't accept. But uh, but him being held without bond is wrong. And it doesn't That's matter. What it, was. it doesn't yeah. matter who he is. It, it yeah. th- it's wrong, and just because I don't like him doesn't mean I don't uh, that I shouldn't stand up for the Constitution. Right? I c- it could just as easily be me. He took the high yeah. road. Well, I you mean, know? I'm hoping he that did he the would, right thing. I'm hoping he would do the same thing. With, should the roles be reversed, set, set the personal differences aside, see the see the situation for what it is as a travesty of justice, and and then when he gets out of jail, then we can fight again. Yeah, so, there you go. That'd be awesome. Get that on video. <laughs> <laughs> you video it. And we'll commentate. <laughs> we'll commentate. <laughs> And here they come up to the uh, the ring, <laughs> so and they're going toe to toe, and bam, Kokesh is down. What do you think about all the people that think he's like a plant? That, that he's a uh, agent provocateur. Yeah, I I think everybody's there's conspiracy theories about me. You know, I think I think the dude is legit. I think he's <clears throat> legit crazy, but I think he's legit. Well, one thing we said on the show we had after you had the video where you didn't mention his name and everything. He, I think. His heart was kind of, sort of, in the right place, but he just needed one, think it out, two, get with other people like-minded that are pro-gun, and say, okay, how should we do this? For instance, that thing would have worked if they would have at the border had family members there, whatever, handed them the guns, then continue to march in. Obviously, his heart might have been in the right place, but his mind is not in the right place. No, it's all. I I don't think he ever was going to go through it in the first place. Anyways, and then. Some of those trolls that we talked about, your favorite ones, when you point a gun at the camera. Because, you know, cameras are really... <laughs> Here's what's funny. Say, you know, you're pointing a gun at me. No. Check it out. I pointed a gun at a camera. Then, then that That's image, on a tripod. There's nobody behind uh, holding uh, that uh, camera. Uh, no, even if there was somebody holding the camera, I, I'm not pointing the gun at the person looking at the video. See, I, I, I pointed the gun at a camera. That image was put onto an SD card. The SD card was downloaded to my computer, <laughs> edited, uploaded to the internet, and then downloaded to their computer. <laughs> no way did I point a gun at them. Now I'm working on new technology, and I, I probably shouldn't say it here, but I'm don't, developing. Don't I'm give it away. I'm developing technology that where I can punch my computer screen and hit people <laughs> on the other side. <laughs> That's awesome. You'll be an instant millionaire. You'll be a freaking billionaire. I'll be an investor. <laughs> I'll, I'll pony up for that. Oh, I'll utilize it. <laughs> people, people are are just they're just uh, they're they're just they're ridiculous. They're, they're they're unbalanced. Tactical Walls is a family-owned and operated business based in the Shenandoah Valley of Virginia. Our products are proudly manufactured in the United States. Every product is handcrafted using mostly U.S. source materials whenever possible. We make products that are simple to install, are easy to use, and offer discreet storage solutions for every room. Our in-wall concealment covers are a two-part concealment solution. The insert sits recessed in your wall space, flush with your drywall between 16 on-center studs. 
The cover mounts around the insert to conceal your new storage space, and it's all protected with a seamless magnetic locking system. You can purchase covers and inserts separately for your own needs, or save when you buy a bundle. Tactical wall concealment shelves are designed to mount on your wall for an easily accessible concealed storage option that doesn't require you to cut a hole in your wall. The bottom of the shelf hinges down to allow you access to your stored items with ease. Accessories like LED lighting and extra foam pads allow you to truly customize your shelf to your needs. Tactical Wall's line of concealment furniture offers you a useful piece of furniture for your room, plus the added bonus of built-in concealment storage. If putting something on the wall isn't for you, try out a solid-built piece of our furniture. New to the Tactical Wall's family of concealment solutions, concealment home decor, such as concealment wall clocks, concealment lamps, and even concealment tissue boxes, with more products on the way. So make sure you visit us at tacticalwalls.com and check out all our home concealment solutions. Tactical Walls, the leading innovator in home firearms concealment. All right, so we do this segment each week. It's called the Jack Wagon of the Week. Gunny, roll that beautiful bean footage. Hoorah, Semper Fi, do or die, hold them high at 8th and I. It is time for the Talking Lead Jack Wagon of the Week, so brace yourself, baby. All right, so, Nicole, do you have a Jack Wagon of the Week? And, you know and are you familiar with the concept, our, our premise the, the of the Jack ja- Wagon of the Week? The Jack Wagon is like the, the wacko people out in the world that you encounter. Is that right? Or something like you hear about just, a weirdo? Yeah, just somebody that, uh, and it typically we try to keep it firearms related, but it doesn't have to be, but just somebody who's done something stupid in the world and typically in the world of firearms. Mm-hmm. I don't think I have one for the week. So mine is Syria. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah, I guess you could definitely pick that. There's definitely yeah. some things going uh, on. Pretty much everybody knows what's going on over in Syria right now where they have unleashed uh, chemical weapons. Well, supposedly. I don't know that we've proven right. it yet. Supposedly, sure. But uh, everything that we we're reading and seeing is that without a shadow of a doubt that it was their government that did it and mm-hmm. they're jack wagons. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. We're, uh, I don't know, we've got, what, five battleships on ready over there right now, and it's tensions are building, so um, who knows what's going to happen there. I, I don't know where we're going. I was just talking to my dad today, actually, and he said, you know, we're shipping troops over there, and our government wants them to do two, three, four tours, and he's like, these, these guys, it's just so rough on them. And war, war is never good, and war has always been bad. And I will never say that one war is worse than another because it's a different type of war depending which one you're sure. in. And War but, is bad, period. War is bad. But I just look at how things are today and the type of war that's, wars that we have and how they're fought. And these guys are doing, you know, two, three, four tours. And I just don't know how they're doing it. You know, I, I don't, I don't know where the world is going. I don't know where the world is going and what's going to happen. So... I guess we'll just see how it goes. I've got strong opinions on that. I'm sure you probably don't yeah. want to hear about, but well, we do. We try to keep it apolitical here, but occasionally we get on a rant. And when somebody like this uh, makes news, you know, uh, Syria, uh, mm-hmm. they've got to be talked <clears throat> about and brought to people's attention. It's just, it's ridiculous. It is. I completely. But agree. But one thing's for certain is gas prices are going to go up. Oh, they already did. So where I'm at, <laughs> I just got gas in my truck the other day. And it had dropped down to like three thirty nine. Usually, when it starts to trend down, I know I've got a couple of days, and it'll go down a little bit. This morning, I go out there; it's like three eighty yeah. overnight. Three eighty just went up forty fifty cents. Yeah. Anyway. All right, so that's our Jack Wagon of the week. Now let's talk about our fact to fight the myth. SDI is proud to present the Talking Lead Fact to Fight the Myth. 
Did, oh gosh, did you, I'm gonna I'm gonna suck at this. <laughs> one that I was gonna do today uh, had to do with scent. Like you were showing all those uh, products that you got. Uh, no matter how much of that you use, the sprays, the gums, the body soaps, you're still going to emit a human odor. No matter what, because you, you've got to breathe. And mm-hmm. when you breathe in and you breathe out, you sweat. And when you start sweating, you start emitting human odor. You're going to break wind. You know, you're going to fart. You know, Girls don't fart. Girls don't fart. Yeah. Well, guys do. You know. <laughs> guys fart. And, uh, you know, it's just part of being out in the woods. Something about nature just makes you want to fart. <laughs> <laughs> just relaxes the whole. You have a whole segment on that. <laughs> on farting. Yeah, exactly. So um, that's, that's going to be my fact. To fight the myth. So, which are you? You're taking the farting and scent ones. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one I was gonna do. Yeah. Okay. What about okay. what about um, or just a fact? Maybe you just got a fact or tip. Um, How I about a tip? Salt out. There's people. There are people that put salt out in the fall, and the best time to put salt out, from what I've experienced, is in the spring because that's when the deer are coming out because they need those minerals in the spring. And in the fall, you should be putting out things like corn. Um, there's there's these black oil sunflower seeds that the deer really like. You can put those out there. Mm-hmm. But I see salt blocks out all the time, and what I've learned is that they work best in the springtime. So, Nicole, so. let's talk about talk to us more about the importance of the scent and maybe from a woman's perspective. <laughs> I'm a firm believer in scent. I'm, I'm crazy about my scent stuff, like how I wash it and where it goes afterwards. You know, I know... Some some guys, some other hunters, that they won't shower for three days, and they'll still go out in the woods, and they'll hunt, and they don't have a problem with that. And they're like, hey, the scent doesn't matter. I'm still going to kill something. And, it, you know, it works fine for them. I don't know if these guys just don't have glands, or they don't drink water, or they don't sweat. I don't know. <laughs> they, they say it works for them, and, you know, who am I to judge? If you're actually taking down deer and you don't shower, then God bless you. You know what? Yeah. Get your venison. But for me, scent is really important. So I've got a whole system of washing my stuff. So when I put it in the washer, my dream actually is to have a completely different set of, uh, of washer and dryer just for my hunting stuff. But what I do is, so I'll run a load. So they That's have a detergent. good idea, actually. Yeah. I know, right? Yeah. They have, they have detergent that you can use to take the scent out of your clothes. So what I do is I fill up the washer with no clothing in it, dump in the scent-free detergent that has the carbon in it, Put put that in the in the washer. Wash all or no no I'm sorry just the detergent and the water. Run a whole cycle like a full full cycle. Empty out the washer. Then I put my stuff in the washer with the laundry detergent again because I'm getting out all that stuff. And I've been known to do that twice in my washer before actually putting in my hunting clothes. Mm-hmm. So I drop my hunting clothes in and I've got dryer sheets to dry them. Put them in the dryer sheet. Same exact thing. The last like two loads of clothes that I'll wash, I wash with the hunting detergent and then do a clean cycle. And in the dryer, I'll dry them with the hunting dryer sheets. Take my stuff out immediately out of the dryer, put it in a scent-free bag, lock it up, carry the bag outside, and I've got this hillbilly-looking friggin' fence line <laughs> of, of, or clothing line, and I pin up all my gear, and it hangs out there overnight. Cool. And, you know, these... You don't have to buy any of these fancy kits to put your stuff in. I've got like a hunting shed where I keep all my stuff and I don't bring any of that inside at all. But, you know, I'll hang my clothes outside. And then if you just get like a giant Tupperware bin or, you know, some tactical container, Mm -hmm. you can just throw leaves and grass and um, some scent wafers in there, dirt. I throw all kinds of stuff in there just from nature and then throw my clothes in there and close it up, throw it in the back of my truck. 
And, you know, I've got the whole like shampoo that you use and the scent-free soap and uh, all that. I'm I'm a big person for scent because I think when I first started, I wasn't seeing much. Mm -hmm. And I think it was because I had too much girly stuff like perfume and, uh, you know, they could smell my hair product. Yeah, 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 all that. Lipstick. I mean, even lipstick has a scent. It does. It does. But I, I think some of that stuff is kind of, you know, I take my clothing to an over, I go overkill with my clothing and washing and everything, but I don't get, you know, and I'll wear the right deodorant, but I don't get all crazy. Like if I, you know, if there's a shoot or something that we're doing, I'll wear lipstick on the shoot or who cares, whatever. But I don't look good. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> in some, in some projects and places, it's part of the job. Exactly. But, yeah. But I go overkill with the, with the other stuff for scent. So. Cool. That's a good tip. SDI's 32 semester credit hour certificate program in gunsmithing and 60 credit hour associate of science and firearms technology degree program can work hand in hand and are the most complete training programs of their kind. SDI strives to give you the best quantity and quality of professional gunsmithing information and tools. These programs are perfect for students interested in careers in the firearms industry or for those who are interested in owning their own gunsmithing business. Our programs are delivered via distance learning, which allows our students to maintain full-time jobs, families, military service, and more while working towards their degree or certificate. The Sonoran Desert Institute mission is adding value to our students' lives by providing innovative, relevant, and applicable workplace-driven education through distance-delivered instructions. Visit them at sdi.edu. And yeah. you could zoom in on the booth and it told you who it was. Yeah. All right. The only, only problem with that is our routes were upstairs, downstairs, upstairs, downstairs. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, we learned from that mistake. We'll do better next well, year. Well, let's, let's take everybody through kind of a logical day-by-day flow of what we did. Okay. And we'll, we'll talk about guns because I don't think we've talked about a single gun yet, have we? <clears throat> Except for it being shot show. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Well, let's do something else first. You want to do our jack wagon train first, and then uh, we'll kind of dig yeah, in. Yeah, let's 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 get that out of the way. Let's do the jack wagon because we got. I think we're going to have a trifecta. A trifecta today. Yeah. Have a jack wagon and threesome. Yeah. Oh, because <laughs> I, I think Jared's got one too. Hey, Ralph, Semper Fi, do or die, hold them high at 8th and I. It is time for the talking lead jack wagon of the week. So brace yourself, baby. So our our first one left hand's got. Uh, and everybody's heard about this one by now. If the, if you're anywhere near social media, yeah, and I don't think, think this one's going to be a um, surprise to anybody. It's the uh, Democratic Jack Wagon from California, the Kevin De Leon, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and his uh, his little rant he went on De about Jack Wagon. Yeah, De Le Jack Wagon, uh, the Ghost Gun. <laughs> Yeah. There's already there's already a shirt out on it. Oh, there's like five shirts already on Instagram. Did you see 1776's yeah. shirt? It yeah. was awesome. In case anybody hasn't seen what it is, basically what this guy did was uh, he had this huge press conference, and you know he's he's a big anti-gun guy, obviously, and he grabs this short barrel rifle, SBR, and he says this is a ghost gun. And and Paul, you probably can talk more political about this than I can. Well, it's got it's got a thirty caliber clip, which yes. is impressive. Not only does it have a thirty bit caliber clip, but later he says it can enter it, it can empty it, it can empty thirty clips of magazine in half a second. Thirty clips wow. of magazine, thirty magazines in half a of second. clip. 
30 <laughs> magazines of clip. 30 magazines of clip. Okay, I've yeah. got to make sure it's in right a, In half a second. <laughs> in half a second. Half a second. In half a second. But as dangerous as that gun was, I can't believe it didn't kill him while he was holding it. Oh, I Well, did you see how timid he was? I mean, he was kind of holding it away from him like it was a stinky turd, you know. <laughs> It was going to turn on him, and it was going to get him <laughs> yeah, right there in the middle just, of the press it, conference. It was going to take him down and put him in a chokehold. But uh, what he's talking about was the those un-serial numbered lowers mm-hmm. that people can. Well, make. actually, yeah, the the bill he introduced was uh, it was the anti three the 3D printer bill. Oh, is that what where, it was? Yeah, it's going to be illegal. It's going to be against federal law to uh, apparently they want a two hundred dollar tax stamp on all three D printers now, right? so you have to register them. <laughs> yeah, it was that, and then he was showing the unmilled lower receivers that you can buy, and then finish them <laughs> off yourself. He was the, the, one of those. The, the blocks of aluminum. Yeah, the blocks of aluminum. Exactly. Yeah, you, you should not be trusted with a block of aluminum. Yeah, they're dangerous. <laughs> they're evil. They're Casper the Ghost guns. <laughs> So, so, so he's he's our first jack wagon. First jack week. wagon. The jag wagon? Wow, I can't even talk. <laughs> Get up and lay off the bourbon. Yeah, scotch. Are you drinking scotch? I'm yeah. drinking bourbon. Oh, okay. So the second jack wagon, uh, Paul, Jared. Jared, I know you said you saw it. Paul, have you seen Lone Survivor yet? Yeah, okay. I've seen Lone Survivor. All right. So I'm at the theater. I've seen it three times already. Three times already? I, yeah, I went and watched it three nice. times. Yeah. So I'm at the theater Sunday, and I went and saw it, and at the end of the movie... I'm not giving away, there's no spoiler alert here. At the end of the movie, they do a tribute to all the fallen Just seals. Just in case you don't want to get spoiled. Right. Turn but your at, radio down. At the, at the end of the movie, they do a tribute to all the fallen seals. And they go through pictures of them and everything else. And five people stood up like it was the friggin' credits and walked out, even though it was obvious this was a tribute. They had a song and everything, and they mm-hmm. walked out like it was the friggin' credits. And I'm throwing them on the jack wagon train because I was ready to jump up and form tackle them into the wall. I mean, I felt no different than when people are yapping during the, the uh, national anthem. So yeah, I was yeah. pretty ticked off about that. I was they just they need to show some respect. So if you're in a theater and you see some jack wagons do that, educate them. Tell them to sit down. And I've got to say, the three times that I watched it, didn't have that problem. Not, so, not one single person? Mm-mm, not one nope. single person did yeah. that. Thank goodness. Awesome. And it was a packed theater, too. I've only heard, I, I posted it on Instagram, and I heard the majority of the people that responded to us said the same thing, that most of them sat down. But there was still a little sprinkling of people that said yeah. one or two got I've got I've got to add another person to that category. Okay. It's it's the over enthusiastic movie watcher that yells at the screen <laughs> during the movie, and especially especially in today's environment, you know, you know, mm-hmm. you're expecting trouble. I mean, if you're like us, you know, you're you're on the lookout, especially in theaters, and then all of a sudden there's this outburst over to your left. Well, you know, I'm kind of reaching to my side at that point, <laughs> so. <laughs> You know, just just be careful what you're yelling and shouting out in movie theaters. Tell us about your jack wagon. Yeah, our our jack wagon has to do with the uh, the Mark Wahlberg Lone Survival film as well. And uh, this dude, apparently, he was a retired police officer. Uh, apparently, he didn't like when somebody was texting on their phone during the previews, which I I don't like that either. During the previews, but I wouldn't shoot somebody over it during the previews. So we're gonna we're gonna name this dude uh, Mr. Reeves. The jack wagon. You have the story open, Jared. Be the trifecta of the jack wagons. Do you, tell, give us a little background on the story. What happened in case somebody hadn't heard? Was that in Florida? That was in Florida. Yeah, it was a retired Sorry, police officer, and apparently, a, and a uh, 
he didn't just pull his his Roscoe out and shoot him immediately. There was an argument. I think she threw he, popcorn at him too. Well, apparently you know, he told him to put the phone away, and and they told him to stick it or something along those lines. And and uh, so, lesson learned: put your phone away when uh, the movie starts because it's just good manners. Yes. I don't I don't approve of the uh, former police officer's behavior, no. but this is 2014. It's not like we just got cell phones, you know, uh, yesterday. And, and I think, you know, this this uh, particular thing aside, it's like we become like a bunch of like spastic ADD squirrels in America. Where? Jared, when we were at the when we were in the uh, the forum shops, we walked by that coffee bar. And what was every single person? There was like an entire row. Was it eight, nine, twelve people? Yeah, they every were all staring at their phone. In it, it was it was like a uh, like it was choreographed. Every single person was sitting in the in a stool at this coffee bar, and they all had their heads down. <laughs> like they'd been told to do it. It was like it was choreographed. And it was uh, like a flash mob of phone users. We have to use phones. We we've got that, but. Folks, get your heads out of your fannies. Get your heads up. Pay attention to what's going on around you. You lose uh, situational awareness. It just dumbfounds me. Yeah. It's it's not getting any better. And you know, I don't want. I don't like the the government stepping in and saying you're not allowed to use your phone here. And you know that that's like baby stuff. But if we can't police ourselves and we can't act like adults, I'm not talking about children. I'm talking about adults that walk around with their heads down and their phones everywhere. It's bad. It's bad juju, folks. Don't do it. Or, or at the very least, when you start to do it, stop and realize you're like, you know what? I probably should lift my head up and pay attention to what's going on around me. At least that would once take in a effort. while. Well, yeah, it would take effort. <laughs> uh, we, we we actually, uh, Jared and I, we listened to the Beck show, the Glenn Beck show on podcast when we were driving, and he had a he had a fantastic interview with Marcus Luttrell. He talked to him for what thirty forty minutes or so on his show, didn't he, Jared? Yeah, it was a long, long time. He kind of got me hyped up to watch the movie. Yeah, well, that, hence the point. But uh, yeah. in the theater that we were in, it, it was it was like a church service. People didn't get up. People didn't make noise. People didn't do it. Everyone just sat quietly and watched the movie beginning to end. Amazing and, movie, too. Yeah. Well, you know that Left Hand and I talked to Marcus Luttrell for about 30, 45 minutes, too. We just were dumbasses and didn't know who the hell he was. <laughs> yeah, in person in Dallas. We, he's a humble dude. Oh, he's an awesome guy. Awesome, awesome guy. And they they were telling us, hey, that's Marcus. So we were like, hey, Marcus, how's it going? But we didn't hear the Luttrell part. And we talked to him 30, 40 minutes, you know, about Carrick Brain Centers and some of the stuff that they were doing. Went back to the hotel. And, I and his in. dog was there, too, yeah, which was a dog, dead giveaway. Yeah, his dog was there, too. <laughs> And we go back to the hotel room, type up his name, and I was like, holy <laughs> I was like, that was Marcus Luttrell. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> so that was interesting. And then I bought the Blackhawk in pieces covered in rust in a brown paper sack for 20 bucks. <laughs> and uh, had a buddy of my brother-in-law was going to gunsmithing school. He was looking for some projects, and I said, I got a project for you. <laughs> and handed him this paper sack, and he looked in and asked me what it was. I told him it was a Ruger Blackhawk, and I was in no hurry to get it back, and he could do whatever he wanted with it. and Learn away, right? He brought it back, and... Looks good. He looks brief enemies pitted pretty bad, but he's put good. a matte black finish on it, polished out the aluminum, put the original grips back on it, and I think I've killed six or seven deer with it too. Awesome. Cool. Awesome. So why he runs to get that. We can go into uh corrections from last week. The only real correction we had from last week, the audio got a little wonky when I started describing the uh Elton John grip that we newly dubbed. 
yeah. former Palisade Tactical. Yeah, um, Sam. Yeah, so hopefully it won't get wonky again. But Hilton John grip. Yeah. It's where you're gripping the gun with just your trigger finger and your thumb, and you flare out your other three fingers, and it's to teach you to not anticipate the recoil. And it worked pretty well. We were and still surprisingly squeezed. accurate. Doing yeah, that. and it was still pretty yeah. accurate. But we called it the Elton John grip. You could figure that out yourself. Just grab your gun, flare your three fingers out. And, and there you have it. The old John grip, that's nice. <laughs> yeah. I've got another correction that we need to go back several shows ago, maybe three or four. Is this the Scorpion? Yeah, it's uh-huh. a Scorpion. We're going to talk about the Scorpion. You're not the only I, one I was that's not, corrected me. I was not wrong. We were both right. Well, we were, yeah. But the, but the Scorpion is basically I was a little more. A, uh, I was more definitive about, and I was wrong. Yeah, it, it's more of a style that SIG has, and they've got it on several of their models. So we technically we're both right. So. I was trying to give you a hard time saying you actually did love the P220, but... I still don't. Yeah, I know. Hate it. <laughs> you hate a 220. Because it sucks. Man, I don't know. I love there the goes SIG as a sponsor. <laughs> well, no, I like other SIGs. I just don't like the, the 220. <laughs> best double action 45 made, in my opinion. I love 220s. I have two Is of them. Is it really? They shoot fantastic. Really? Good. Yeah. Nice. Just like, just like you're not going to watch Red Dawn 2, I'm not going to buy a SIG P220. <laughs> Deal. Deal. <laughs> That's why they make so many different guns, because everybody's like the different. 226s. Now, if somebody wanted to give me one, you know, obviously I would okay. take it and trade it for something else. But So last week our Jack Wagoneer was... Piers Morgan. Which now has become a phrase that we've used in everyday life all day, yeah. every day. I bet you've taken a it's couple awesome. of Piers today, haven't you? I, I No, just one good Piers this morning. Good, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're, you're due for another one then. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this week, our Jack Wagoneer is... It's going to be Joe Biden for the whole double-barrel shotgun uh, comment he made (laughs) when he says, uh, all you need is a double-barrel shotgun. It's more accurate. It's easier to shoot. And if you haven't seen the video we posted on Facebook, it's not our video. I'm sure everybody knows about it by now. He's way overdue to be the Jack Wagon. awesome. we got to throw him in there. He's the Jack Jack Wagoneer of the week. What's even funnier is there was a guy in Virginia. He's a 22-year-old Virginia man. This is from the Washington Times. That the day, or no, it was the same day. I was going to say the day after, but it was the same day that Joe Biden made those comments on the press. He got arrested for firing a shotgun through the door of his house. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then we posted a police officer where he lives comment on his wife were to go on the back porch and fire that off. Oh, yeah. You know, she would have to be arrested. Yeah, I did check with with, uh, Metro Police Uh here in Nashville, and they said that you absolutely cannot shoot a shotgun off your back porch in the city limits. Wow. So, I don't don't know. I guess Joe Biden must have gotten some bad information from one of his aides. Well, maybe they're going to... Uh, that good info. Maybe yeah. they're going to invoke the uh, presidential... I say we all go home and shoot off our back porch and say our vice president told us to do it. I yeah. got the video right here. Yep. You know, just show it to the guys. Just have it for the cops. Joe right? Biden, he said I he could, said do, they it. could yeah. do it. Well, what's it called when the president can override everything? and, and uh, Executive power? Yeah, he's, he's going to... Uh, executive order. Apparently they're going to initiate the executive order. To and, shoot uh, off your back porch. To shoot off your ba- back porch. And that would be awesome. Only shotguns, though, guys. Only shotguns. Only shotguns. Two no. species. Yeah. Double barrel shotguns. Double barrel shotguns. Yeah, Only double barrel shotguns. Now, is that side-by-side and over and under or just side-by-side? Mm, over under is too he fancy. He didn't clarify. We're going to have to get some clarification on that. Yeah, we need yeah. some clarification. I'm going to write my congressman. Yeah, I, th- I think we should. I think um, we should start a new letter campaign. Is it over the, under or side by side? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to contact Jim Cooper's office in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> 
We put out the word to some of our listeners on Facebook to, if they had any questions for gun shop guys. So we Uh-oh. only got one really here. Don't know what happened. We had a lot of likes from it, but um, oh well. I guess Joey everybody knows everything there is to know about. Uh, that show was that informative. Gun shop. It was that informative. That's the last what it show. is. You told everybody just, everything yeah. they needed to know. Right. Then we need more questions. There were no more questions. You should have held back. <laughs> I know. Dad, man. So Joey B wants to know, which polymer pistols are staying on the shelves longest these days? And how bad is the availability for everything? Definitely XDs are probably on the shelf the longest, but I think it's because the XDs ship better. They're probably one of the better shipping polymer guns right now. I don't carry every polymer brand here, nor do I care to. So um, I can comment on, you know, some of them. The M&Ps are very hard to get. The Glocks are obviously completely dried up. Just for an example, you know, I would typically, before the craze went by, I'd get about 15 Glock 19s a week on a... Um, I just had a scheduled delivery every Wednesday. I got 15 Glock 19s. Mm-hmm. I mean, and other stuff, but now I'm lucky to get, you know, two every two weeks. Right. So as far as the availability goes, it's just dried up. You know, people don't need to panic. It's going to get caught up. Deliveries are already much better than they have been. I don't know if uh, Zeke and Left Hand looked around today when they came in, but the, the store's pretty full right now. Yeah, it is. Um, if we didn't look arms. around with all these guns here, we would not be doing this. I'm gonna, so, I mean, availability is definitely getting better. You know, it's all about, you know, everybody buys in different ways so some gun shops have better availability than others being i've done this for a while i diversify so i buy from a lot of other from a lot of different places so typically get a lot of stock in um and we're getting as much if not more than we were getting before the craze it just Mm -hmm. doesn't stay on the shelves very long gotcha so it just moves really quick but um polymer frame availability i would say definitely the most available polymer frame guns i'm getting are springfield xds and xdms Um, i've got quite a few of those in stock They'll seem to be pretty popular, too. Yeah, they're good guns. Very very nice guns. Uh, they shoot well. They're easy to shoot, mm-hmm. so uh, yeah. good for a beginner. I've got the um, XDM9 and 45, yeah. the Compact 45. Yeah, really pretty much guns. across the board. All the other gun stores I go to throughout the week, that's the main polymer one they're keeping in yep. stock is the XDMs. Yep, XDMs ship good. That's i got a question good. for you. Have you noticed uh, any new companies trying to get in the gun game because of this uh, the shortage, trying to jump in and take advantage of this? Um, it's such a long-term uh, investment and re- R&D before you can actually launch a brand. Nobody can you know, knee-jerk react that quickly to it. Yeah. Um, there are a couple of new guys that are popping up on the market. I believe one of them is Lionheart. That's a new pistol that's coming out. Hmm. So uh, it's a metal gun, not a polymer gun, which is kind of cool. And uh, so that, that's, a new, that's a new brand. Um, and there's, you know, but are they going to be like the 1911s part. or what, no? It's what's a, it's, be it's an all new kind of pistol. It's oh. an all new kind of oh. pistol. It's uh, well, I mean, it's just a standard double action. It's kind of a throwback almost. Is it? Yeah, you know, more along the lines of old metal guns that people really yeah. liked and shot well. Mm-hmm. Um, I would think that, you know, somebody that was, of course, like you said, a lot of R and D and everything goes into it. But if somebody was right at that verge, this would be a great time for them to jump in and. Absolutely. Because everybody else's is gone, and then, of course, theirs would be there. And Yeah, I think Sky Pistols is taking a lot of advantage. If anybody's familiar with the yeah. Sky Pistols, they're definitely taking a lot of advantage of uh, the shortage right now. Um, they're shipping either. pretty decent. Um, right. It's a newer pistol company, but they started this whole process, you know, almost two years ago. I like the looks of those. Um, not bad guns, not bad guns I at all. I have shot one. Definitely, um, definitely on the lower, price, lower end of the price range. What do they run? 
Um, around three hundred bucks. Yeah, like two ninety nine. Yeah, for not a bad. Nine, it, it's it's yeah. like a hand size nine millimeter, very compact. It's kind of. I don't s- think they make a big one, do they? No, they don't make a big gun. Um, it's kind of um, quality wise. I would put it, you know, just from feel, fit, finish. I've only shot one. Mm-hmm. Um, it shot okay, but as far as just like a utilitarian gun, you know, I'd, I'd put it right in the kind of between Taurus and Ruger, somewhere in that area. Oh wow! But a good price range. I mean, I think they're pretty decent. It's not guns. a high point. No, 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 no. <laughs> not a Cobra. Not, not quite. It's, it's definitely a little above the Cobra, but um, not a bad gun. So What's they, the they kind of were positioned really well for that. Oh, Lorson. Oh, Lorson. My yeah. first gun. Yeah. Man, we got a buddy. He's, that was his first gun. Still is, I guess. I don't yeah. think he's got anything else. I think he got a shotgun. Did he? Yeah. yeah he did. took. Well, y'all really advice. need to take care of him. We do. He we try. He got a couple barrels in him. Did he? Yeah. Okay, side by side or over under? Love you, party. I think it's side by side. I think you really, really followed Biden to the teeth. Okay, good, yeah. good. <laughs> Let's make sure it works right. You know, those liberals, they always just do exactly what they're told. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they wanted to see my rig. Yeah. It's pretty sweet. Let me see. For 25 bucks? Yeah, literally, total cost in that was $25. You didn't have to pay the guy anything? That was part of his training? Oh, he, I mean, he didn't buy, had to buy any parts. Can I scan this smoke wagon? Mm-hmm. It's clear, but I'd clear it again. You know how to clear a single action? I don't. All right. Flip the gate. Right there. Spin it. And then spin the cylinder. There's nothing like that click. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, I've killed a bunch of deer with it. Six or seven at least. Really? Yeah. What's the chamber doing? 357 Magnum. Is it? About 10 yards. Just you said this was all rusted out. It was, it was in pieces. Everything but the aluminum frame was covered in rust. Did it have all the parts and everything? Mm-hmm. Every part was there. You every single part was there. Well, I mean, I figured he was going to have to buy a Screws part or two. Stuff I figured he was going to have to buy a part or two or whatever, but every single part was in the bag. Wow. This is like... You literally didn't have to buy anything. That's the grips that were on it, too. They are all hammered up, but I thought they looked good. I mean, it's not that. It was probably from the 80s. Oh, okay. Not an old gun. It's a Ruger. I mean, it's not a true cowboy gun because it has an adjustable rear sight. So would somebody just bury it in their backyard or something? I think somebody had intended to refinish it and put it in a in a paper sack. Like took it all apart and stripped off the old finish. And they were going to refinish and just never got around to it. Right. Yeah. You going to refinish it? It is refinished. It's just that bad. The pitting's that bad. Oh. Yeah, that's as good as it's going to get. It's trash. <laughs> that gun was complete. When I say covered in rust, I mean completely covered. Like no bare metal on it that wasn't covered in rust. Wow, that's an amazing job. It's a mediocre job, but it was free. <laughs> I would even, well, yeah, you're probably right, 80s, because the firing pin's not on the hammer. None of the Rugers are. Not the Blackhawks. When did they start doing the firing pin inside? They've always done it. Always been an internal firing pin on the Ruger. Oh, okay. Yeah, the Blackhawk series. Were they, like, the first people to do it? No, no. I think there was probably some cheap German ones that came out before the Ruger did. Nordic Components is an American-owned manufacturing company proud to produce quality products right here in the USA. As a company, we continually invest in our manufacturing capabilities to ensure that all of our products are the highest quality and most efficiently produced parts available. The Nordic Components business consists of two segments, manufacturing and sales. Our manufacturing business works to provide custom machine components for a variety of applications with our specialty being firearm components. The sales business produces lines of branded firearm accessories to enhance and elevate the shooting experience. We are a company owned and operated by individuals devoted to shooting sports, and many of us shoot competitively. We attend and sponsor a number of events around the country each year where we listen to you, the consumer, and are proud to say that all of our firearm components are a direct result of your input. As a firearms accessory provider, our aim is simple. Provide shooting enthusiasts with innovative products of uncompromising performance and reliability. Nordic Components. Check us out at nordiccomp.com. Welcome back to Talking Legs. Uh, 
said, this is episode 63, and left hand is a little late, so I'm going to go ahead and introduce our special guest we've got. If you watch YouTube and you've ever seen the videos, how to be an operator, uh, what's the other one, how to work out like an operator? There we go. Uh, Epic Rap Battles, Range vs. Seal, whatever you want to say. Oh, yeah. So we've got Matt Best here with us from the YouTube channel MBest11X, right? Yes, sir. Nice. We're going to kind of change the format a little bit. We're not going to have a format. <laughs> Which, that's that's the best way to go in life, you know? We just got to roll with the flow. We're just going to free flow it. it. It works better that way, anyways. We do have a Jack Wagon of the Week this week. Hey, Ralph, Simplified, do or die, hold them high at 8th and I. It is time for the Talking Lead Jack Wagon of the Week, so brace yourself, baby. We've got a former Army Ranger, so... Of course, everybody knows about the uh, tragic shooting that was at Fort Hood uh, this week. Actually, yesterday, I believe it was. So I'm going to put the guy Ivan Lopez on the jack wagon train this week. And anybody that tries to start ramping up the anti-gun talk with this, saying, oh, well, you know, got a, got a gun on a military base, because Matt, as you know, as I know, as a few people who have been on the show, no, military bases are for the most part gun-free zones. There's not people walking around with a concealed carry permit, right? Yeah, absolutely. From you know any any established or installations I've been on, it's it's mainly MPs are the only ones that are actively carrying guns. Other than you know even even people that are in training, if it's not a live fire exercise, then they're carrying blanks. You know, it's not that's the whole purpose. They don't want people ADing or you know. Sure. And wait a minute, who is this guy? Uh, hey man. <laughs> So, so Groupie Gabe's here. Hey. Sorry, dude. I was in the neighborhood. You're always in the neighborhood. Yeah, man. I just kind of rolled into town. Uh, <laughs> I, I just stopped by to show you my, my new rifle. It's pretty badass, actually. It's, so uh, you just randomly walk into someone's house with a rifle, and it's no big deal? No, man. We know each other. It's all good. Okay. All yeah. Right. Cool. I'm the number one fan, bro. I'm, I'm a little nervous right now, but, you know, no, it's we'll, all good. we'll roll with it. Uh, so, hey, who are we talking to today? This is uh, Matt Best from mbest 11 x on YouTube. Oh, yeah, yeah. Also from Art, do you call it ART 15 clothing or Art 15 clothing? Art 15 clothing works. That's okay. what I thought. Cool. So What's you, up, man? Have you seen his stuff before? Yeah, I know who this guy is, yeah. You do? Yeah. He's a how to be yeah, an operator. I, yeah. How to be an operator. <laughs> yeah. That's how I became an operator. Really? Just yeah. by well, watching his videos? Multiple times. Really? It's, I actually wasn't an operator, and I watched my own video, and it, had, it was really weird how it worked out. It's phenomenal. Now, that is the definition of epic right there. That's a true operator. <laughs> I tried to get in the gym the other day with a bottle of Jameson, and they didn't let me in. Yeah, you have to bribe the front lady at the kiosk. That's what I do. Ah, uh, gotcha. How you been, Gabe? Good. Good. What's going on, man? Not a lot. We got the left hand running late again. Really? Which, of course, has me scatterbrained, as usual. I think I passed him on the highway. Did you really? Yeah. He's just going real slow? No, I, I mean, I drive pretty fast, but... Oh, uh, okay. I mean, he looked like he might have been doing something. Something. <laughs> I don't know. The... I only saw one hand, and he kept looking down. <laughs> he might have been texting. I don't know what he was doing. Okay. There was something in his right hand, and it looked really small. We're not sure yeah, if it was it a was, penis or a phone. That was him. So, Matt, how originally did you get into firearms? Firearms, huh? Um, I would like to think that I have an awesome, awesome upbringing. My father, I think when I was, I honestly can't remember the exact time, but I would probably venture to say five years old was the first time I shot a gun. Wow. Yeah, so I, I grew up with firearms. I remember I remember shooting a 9 millimeter when I was like nine years old. The thing was almost popping out of my hands, but my dad would stand behind me and make me shoot it. And okay. more so on that yeah, dude, my dad's awesome, and he's a former Marine recon guy, or actually sniper guy in Vietnam, so he's he's awesome, but I remember he used to smack the living crap out of me. If I would ever, like, you know, not be muzzly wear, he would smack me right across the head, so 
I got into firearms really young age. My my two brothers were joined the Marines when I was in high school, so that was just immediate love for firearms. I joined the Army when I was seventeen. So when you yeah. were seventeen, yeah, my mom was like, "Get this little shit out of my house." <laughs> <laughs> So you, what, don't you have to have like a waiver or something from your parents? Yeah, my parents were divorced at the time, but uh, yeah, my dad signed and my mom both signed to <laughs> to let me join. I begged him. I was like, please. And you were in for how long? Four years. Four years. Gotcha. Yeah, so 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 relatively quick, but I did a lot in the four years. I'd like to think. Which kind of leads into our second question: uh, your military law enforcement experience. We mentioned before you were an Army Ranger, right? Yeah, I joined when I was seventeen. I got a eleven X contract. Is kind of where the channel, my YouTube channel, comes from. But um, option forty, which is a Ranger contract, and uh, I made it through all that stuff, and then got to Second uh, Ranger Battalion, and I served there for four years. I did five deployments with them, four to Iraq and one to Afghanistan. Kept busy. You were a ranger at a young age. Yeah, I was. I got to Ranger Town when I was 18 years old. I, wow. I don't know how. <laughs> were you like I one of the dumb. youngest ever? I, nah, I'm, there, there's a lot of younger kids. We're just too dumb to quit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to pop culture stuff, whether it's movies, video games, books, whatever... If it involves firearms, what's your go-to? What's your favorite? I'm a, I don't like watching realistic military movies because they always mess everything up. Yeah. So I'm a fan of like the over-the-top stuff. So any Arnold movie like Predator or Commando, that kind of stuff, that, those are my go-to. You know, How movies. Get down. Yeah, listen to me. It's not the tumor. <laughs> so wait a minute, you it. just quote a kindergarten cop. <laughs> Yeah, that was a badass movie. It was. Dylan, say something about it. Son of a bitch. (laughs) Yeah, I'm all about the uncle. What does he do? (laughs) Has there ever been a gun in your arsenal, or is there now that there's a little bitty part of you that's kind of embarrassed to say you owned it? You know, I was thinking about this, and not really, to be honest with you. And I don't mean to be some cool guy. I just, I didn't really start buying firearms until I was out of the military. You know, I owned a pistol always, but uh, if anything, it's probably my 500 Magnum, which is kind of embarrassing to own because it's literally like six dollars a freaking shot. So, um, (laughs) yeah, but it's a Magnum, so of course it's bigger than everything else, right? Right. It's like me. It's like you compared to me. You're a lot bigger than I am. If that. Wait. What? Yeah. It's a dope. It's a, it's an awesome pistol, but it's just it's uh, it's very expensive to shoot, and there's really no practical application unless I'm hunting bears in Alaska with it. So well, it's kind of silly to go hunt a bear in Alaska, and then you can yeah. say you have a justified yeah. firearm. Well, that was kind of why I bought it. I was like, I can kill anything on planet Earth with this thing. So if I take it camping, it's I'm not worried about a freaking 800 pound grizzly because I'll pop it in the face and be done. Yeah, even a T Rex type. Is that or Velociraptors? You know, they, they, those oh, yeah. are pre- prevalent these days. Yeah, it happens. What about what? What's next on your bucket list of guns you want to get? Like, what is your go to that I just gotta have that next? That's a fantastic question because honestly, there's a there's a gun that I've been looking at probably for a year now. It's just so expensive. Do you guys know Spikes Tactical? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm not sponsored by them or anything, but they have that. I forget the exact barrel length. I think it's like nine inches or seven point five. But it's the 300 blackout integrated suppressed um, 300 blackout. I don't know. It's 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 an SBR, but it's probably the most fantastic gun I've ever seen in my life. Nine inches. Yeah, it's tiny. Like so, it's integrated suppressed. So like Nine the, the suppressor rolls through the railism. It's a barrel. <laughs> it's a barrel. Yeah, but it's it's super awesome, and and because the, the barrel length's super short, but then the whole thing's suppressed. So and then obviously if you know 300 blackout, you're not worried about it's subsonic once you suppress mm-hmm. it. So it's awesome. We have. Uh, you and I talked offline about this, but we have a uh, third member of Talking Lead who's a Green Beret. He's in Special Forces, and he wanted me to relay a message to you. Hurry up! And, hurry up and get the SF versus Marsoc rap battle out, because all <laughs> the guys he's with right now love your stuff, and they can't wait to see it. <laughs> I know. 
Actually, if you want to know what I was doing about the three hours before this phone call, I've been editing the video, so. Oh, nice. It's going to be good stuff. I hope so, man. It's just so much work, but it's, it's, it's worth it, you know. What kind of response are you getting from all the SF guys with uh, some of the videos? And we'll talk about a little bit about them in, in depth here in a second. But are you getting good responses from them? Yeah, you know, a lot of my friends are still in the community as far as, you know. Uh, Le- oh, left hand just showed up. Left hand showed up. <laughs> hey, man, um, kind of in the neighborhood. I figured I'd jump in. And you interrupted our guest. Yeah, we were talking. <laughs> Word. I'm, su- I'm super mad right now. He- he's pissed. He's really upset. And you've seen his videos. He can throw me over his head. He'll he'll put a wig on and slap you (laughs) at a bar. He can power clean me. (laughs) Power clean you with one hand and catch a beer. How many takes did that take? And people that are listening out there, if you don't know what we're talking about, go to the YouTube channel, MBEST11X, and watch the How to Work Out Like an Operator video, and you'll see what we're talking about. How many takes did it take to catch that beer and drink it? Uh, Honestly, that that was the second take. The two takes that we did were in the video because the the one in the outtakes at the very end of the video is the one where I couldn't get it open with my mouth, so we decided just to op- open the beer. And then the second one was the one that made it into the actual uh, skit. That's impressive. <laughs> That's really impressive. So you were as left hand came in, you were saying something about, and as they're talking over there, <laughs> checking out Gabe's new gun. Yeah, man, I got my new rifle. Yeah, Gabe got a new rifle. What'd you get, man? It's the uh, Mossberg MVP Patrol 308, 16 and a half inch barrel. It's slick. Ooh. Yeah, beautiful. It's, it's straight very up operator purdy. status. I like it. I saw it on Call of Duty, nice. and I was like, I gotta have that. You know, Gabe, I- I'm glad you said that because here in a little bit we're gonna discuss the term operator. But now, now where we were at, you were saying <laughs> oh, <laughs> your sorry. reaction from uh, uh, soft guys with all your oh. your your videos. Have you been getting any? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, I I still am connected with them in professional and personal means, but as far as people on that side, usually it's positive, honestly, and and which is that's probably what's what's most enjoyable about what I'm doing is because it's positive feedback from that community. I mean, I get a couple of people that are older that think that I'm just a little shit, and I understand that, but <laughs> I don't know, it, you're never gonna please everybody. It, honestly, the most the the bad feedback I usually get is from like younger people or like super just aggressive people that are just like, oh, I can't believe you'd mock the community like this, and it's like you know, it's that's not what it is. It's it's making fun of it to that to like uh be representative of jokes that we make overseas you know this is the stuff that all of us guys talk about when we're deployed um putting it into skits at least i would like to hope so you know yeah so far it's been well received and i hope to keep it that way i'm never if i ever people ever start saying that i'm talking crap on the community then i'll just quit because that's not the goal it's to actually bring light to it you know well there's one guy in the in the soft community that we're close friends with that just dogs you left and right right have you ever heard of uh jim irwin (laughs) jim irwin that guy yeah that's that cracking guy i hate you know he can't even have you bald ass head (laughs) (laughs) he's old too oh dude jim jim he's recently taken a supermodel career though I know. We, I met when I met him. He was just already doing this. I mean, I love Jim. He's probably one of the funniest guys I've ever met. Oh yeah. I thought he was going to be this. You see him, and you're like, oh, he's this big burly guy. He's going to come in like a big a hole, and you know, try to envelop the room in his. Oh, I'm such a man. But then he's like this complete jokester. <laughs> <laughs> 
He's a fantastic guy. I loved him. He's an awesome guy. He, and if you saw the last video, he was actually in it. He I made a cameo. Did. I did see that towards the end yeah. there. He was in there with a bunch of hot chicks. Yeah, he's like, can you put me in the scene with all the girls in the bikinis? I was like, I got you. So where are you finding <laughs> all these hot chicks? Craigslist. Craigslist. I'm just kidding. Back pages? You're not, you're not uh, finding it, them on base, And, right? and please, please, please don't snap your fingers during this interview. I'd, I'd rather... Just stay clothed. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're not. Well, it doesn't work on guys, does it? Did you not see their "How to Work Out Like Our Operator" video? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did it, and like all oh, of them yeah. ended up in their That's boxers. Right. That's right. Silky, <laughs> scary, scary, man. They're skimmies. They're yeah. panties. Now I saw. Uh, it may have been on Instagram or somewhere. Did I see Jim's little goatee popping out of a uh, bear costume or something? Yes, I that thought was, that was uh, him. <laughs> we're doing a photo shoot for that, that clothing company. We are doing the Harlem Shake. He was, <laughs> yeah, he was behind the model. That's pretty funny. Nice. Why are you sweating, dude? I just got like done working out. Wet. That's why I said, no, man, that's not what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't been here. No, thank God. I just like... got done working out. Are you, you know, okay, I to, Gabe? I had to get I'm a good fine. pump Do you know what it you... takes to get on this show? <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually doing curls right now. I thought that we had to work out this whole time. Was I wrong? You No, you're correct. That's why I'm sorry. Okay, perfect. What were you doing on the way over here when I passed you? You didn't pass me. Yeah, I did. He said you were looking down. You, you only had down, one hand on the wheel? On the wheel. On the wheel. On the wheel? Yeah, man. He's probably looking at my porn. <laughs> I was figuring you were either... Is that what you call Texting. it? Gun porn, yeah. So on your videos, the first one that we were introduced to was the How to Be Operator video, which was freaking epic. And thank you. We we've passed it around to some of our friends in the in the special ops community, and they've all just freaking loved it. So I'm not surprised that you're getting good responses from them. But I mean, you were you were saying the the people that dog you about it. There's those trolls out there, and they have nothing to do but sit in their basement with a bag of Cheetos and an orange. As, Mom's basement, as well, James you, likes to it, say. <laughs> what I've really seriously found about it is like you, you're never going to make any everybody happy, right? We all we no. all know that. You guys know that. You, you're going to have people that talk crap in your radio show, even though if it's all positive. And uh, it's not really care as long as like the the general consensus is like people are in, entertained and uh, and I'm doing it right, then that's fine. If not, then I should quit, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'll tell you one thing: you've got sixty thousand subscribers with what, like ten videos, maybe? Um, yeah, it's probably like. 12 real videos and then four kind of just fillers. That's freaking impressive. That's very impressive with the YouTube stuff. It's I appreciate hilarious. that. It's hilarious stuff, too. I don't have any subscribers. Do you even have a YouTube channel? Yeah, I do. You do? Yeah. What is it's, it? It's just full of other people's YouTube videos. <laughs> is that where I, why our videos haven't been getting any views? You've been ripping them? No. <laughs> <laughs> you you got a thing for Jameson too? What's 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 the deal with that? Man, I don't know. I feel like it's become a cult these days. But uh, I started drinking it when I was in battalion. Just saw all of us guys would you know come back from deployments or a training cycle and just get wasted off Jameson. And I just started putting in videos because that's what I drink on a daily basis. And then it kind of came <laughs> uh, like a a cult thing where if I swear if I put a Jack Daniels bottle in my video, I think someone would probably shoot me. <laughs> <laughs> James I mean, I would never drink. Man. I tell you what, man, it is. It's 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 like it's got it's the nectar of the gods. So is it just straight Jameson, nothing mixed. How would you ever mix Jameson? I'm just asking. It's, I didn't it's, know if he had a special operation mix. Oh, or something. well, he has to yell yeah. America right after. You all you always have to mix your Jameson. You can always have to mix it with ice. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know I'll mix it once in a while with like uh, Jameson and ginger ale. That's decent. But I usually just drink it on drink it on the rocks. That's my favorite. Maybe a Jameson <laughs> smoothie. Yeah. Ooh. Your post-workout drink, hey, Jameson and protein. Idea. 
so we should you should ask your viewers this, but you know what I've been realizing is people chase it with um, pickle juice. That's what? that's what, what? everybody. Yeah, everybody's been messaging me lately, like, dude, pickle juice and Jameson, and I've never tried it. I don't. I'm like, why would you chase it with pickle juice? So you but stay hydrated that's, or something? That's the new pickle fad juice. with the kids. I don't know. Yeah, it, no, it, <laughs> pickle juice will dehydrate you. What about no, salt? No, it helps you retain your water. Salt yeah. helps you retain water, but it also it also kills the burn immediately. Uh, if you can't handle, the, if you can't enjoy and embrace uh, the burn gotcha. of Jameson, it kills it real quick. If you can't embrace right. the burn of whiskey, you, you don't need it. to be drinking. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It. Thank you. That's what I'm saying. If you want like a a, a cocktail to drink to Jameson ginger ale, okay. But if you take a shot of it, you need to endure that little spiciness of deliciousness. You know, yeah. it's if been you, aged for freaking a couple years in some nice barrels. You better enjoy it. If, if you can't <laughs> handle the burn. You need to drink a pina colada with a umbrella. Those are good too. That that's what I tell all the girls. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> right before you snap your fingers. <laughs> Does it work everywhere? Like, can you be in a bar and snap your fingers and everybody's in a bikini? No, last time I tried in the bar, I got slapped. So oh, no, definitely okay. not. <laughs> but it, but before you got slapped, did she at least go into a bikini? She's like, I'm naked. Whack. <laughs> well, get, that's all that matters. She you got to be mindful of the countries that you're in too, so you don't want to be disrespectful and disrobe. Uh, you know some of those. <laughs> That's true. I, like if I if I was if I was deployed overseas, I probably couldn't walk over there. Yeah. Luckily, I didn't know the ranger or the bikini snap when I was in Ranger Battalion. So yeah, you could you could have got <laughs> some of those women killed. Beheaded. Exactly. Well, you know, th- actually, this is going to come off kind of cocky, but I'm going to try to keep it nice. But. That's really cool to see about my like Facebook page and stuff is, you know, I think I'm like 65,000 followers right now on Facebook, but the numbers we do are usually like higher than pages that have 300,000 mm-hmm. um, followers. Yep. And and it just goes to show you about quality versus quantity. Like people are intrigued and they're they're in here to like have fun and do that kind of stuff and it's freaking awesome. This is it makes me so motivated to keep That's working. That's our my whole ass take off. on what we do is, you know, we didn't want to get too serious about it. We wanted to to make you know, make it a, a forum to where people can can come on here, be themselves, have a good time, cut up, you know, if they want to. Kind of take some of the what do you call it? Seriousness. The seriousness, yeah. Well, and a lot of problems, there's a lot of people out there that try to be experts in the firearms industry. We know we're not, (laughs) but we're going to bring experts to the listeners, and I think that's what people have enjoyed. Because we know we're idiots. Do you know, and that's actually a good subject to even talk about in itself is like, and I think that's really what like guys like you, um, what this community needs because you have such, you have, what, what I saw when I got into this was you have the serious military side, right? You have all the like, the guys that are like, all right, the black ops, you know, this and that. And, and that's fine. There's a place for that, right? For teaching all these tactics. Because we all love guns, right? You guys got, all gun owners. Got guys that wrap Absolutely. their entire body in rock tape? Yes. Actually, you know <laughs> I, I know Chris Costa on a personal basis, and he's a really nice guy, and I like him, but I'm, i i got to make fun of everybody, of course. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so there's that whole, like, super serious tactical side, and then there's, like, the people who, like, cover it, like, you know, we need to do better for veterans, and obviously I'm 100% about that, but there's this side that, like, a lot of us haven't got into is, like, that comedy side of, like, you know, there, you can help out the community by just making light of it, and I think that hopefully that catches on with, like, talk shows like you guys, like maybe hopefully my channel where it's like, let's make light of all the seriousness that all these guys endure to like bring a little like laughter to it. You know, civilians might not get it, but that's fine. Let's, let's bring it to the guys who need it, you know? Well, you've got 60,000 plus people that uh, are liking it. Apparently some of them are getting it, right? Charlie, Mike, man. Yeah, keep going. That's all we can hope. So we're talking about being experts and, and people in the community 
that are true operators. And we, we kind of touched on it back in our tactical as show. What was it? Episode nine or something like that? Ten? Google it. First time Sam was on. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> First time Sam was on. And we asked him, can a civilian ever be an operator? And he was like, no. You have a lot of operator-related terminology in your videos, Instagram, your T-shirts, all kinds of stuff. What, what's your take on that? <sighs> okay, this is going to be a long one probably. <laughs> Good, because that gives me less work. <laughs> You know, honestly, there's two sides of the story with this. You know, I think the term operator, and people are going to probably talk crap in this, originated from, like, um, counterterrorism units. Like, so we're talking CAG or or DevGroup, right? That's where, like, the term kind of derived from was guys are doing counterterrorism that are just, like, specific to a very, very specific mission. And then it branched out when the special operations community got big and the GWAT with, like, SF Rangers and all that. So now the term operator is kind of coined to, like, the special operations community. And I'm okay with that, you know. And, and I, I, I actually kind of, like, laugh at the term because people are so obsessed with the terminology um, <laughs> that they, they kind of, like, forget about everything else. They're, like, an operator. And they think an operator is, like, this specific, like, representation of somebody when it's kind of just a funny term. Um, and that's why I use it so like blatantly. I I, I laugh because you know it sucks. I'm, I maybe get real here for a second, but it sucks when like a dude in the 82nd does a year trip surrounded by the Taliban in Afghanistan, and he think he's sitting there wishing that he was a quote unquote operator and he didn't do enough because he wasn't like doing you know direct action. It's right. so they're, they're, there's no and it, it, it's it's like the creator of their calamity like people like to like the term but at the same time it makes other people feel bad because like oh, I want to be an operator and it's like well what is operator I don't do I don't even know <laughs> seriously yeah. I don't even know well maybe I maybe get too serious with that but you know I don't know it, it's it's quite, right now operator pretty much means like if you're in a JSOC unit in in my terms you're a shooter you're you're doing direct action on the daily that's what I would how I would define it. What so about, what about these um, uh, commercial companies, you know, like Blackwater? Is it Blackwater? Is that what they're called? I don't think that changed your name, but yeah. Yeah, but, you know, operations Security like contractors. That, yeah, security contractors. Um, you know, those guys, and a lot of them, the majority of them are probably former military people, but there's some that are civilians too, but they call them operators. What's your take on that? Again, that's again. The, the, it's it's one of those things with like it, it, a real talk. It's like the the term is you know there's emotional component with the term operator is referencing someone who's a professional killer and shooter, right? Do you not agree? Mm-hmm. So when you know corporate America uses it as far as hey these guys are operators, immediately you're like oh they're freaking shooting people in the face, whereas they're more just PSD you know or something like that. So I don't know. <clears throat> so it's not just somebody that wears 511 pants all the time and has molly gear on everything and no i'm gonna go ahead and say i'll probably piss you off. you're not an operator unless you you know kick down a door in a in a real life live fire scenario you know you can look at a target all day and do ready ups but that doesn't make you an operator if you kick a door in with a firearm but you don't shoot <laughs> <laughs> that's actually called domestic violence it's a whole nother thing or serving a warrant <laughs> I actually, uh, I play Call of Duty that way. I actually kick the door in as the match starts, and I run in and just start shooting. That's, that's yeah, no, that's what I do. But do you scream? As long, oh, go ahead. You yell America. That's what I was going to say. America. <laughs> do you scream America and Chuck Jameson right as you do it, too? Well, I, I do the Jameson, but I usually say something like, I ain't got no panties on. 
<laughs> you know, something like that right before the match starts when nobody can see who you are. Yeah, it's pretty freaky. <laughs> I still haven't got an invite to your clan. Oh, you want to be in my clan? I don't know. I'm not the. Uh, I'm not. Where the super are we going here? Master. What? What's this clan stuff? Ghost Call of Duty. They call it clan. What is Call of Duty Ghosts? Yeah. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in a clan. My clan's actually like in the platinum. We're doing really well. We're one of the top clans out there. <laughs> hey, hey. So remember when we had that talk about being an operator? Yeah. <laughs> the conversation you're having right now is the opposite. <laughs> no, no, we're, no, no. We're, we're true. We're true Call of Duty operators. Okay. We run that. <laughs> your ops are so black. Your Xbox turns on itself. It does. It recognizes. It, it creates recognizes its own maps. When I walk in the room. <laughs> the conversation right there is to how uh, humbling some gun owners can be because coming from a guy where I've carried a gun in every job I've done since I was 17 until my current age and you of talk to some of these guys and they're just like I, they, they mind boggle me how much they know about firearms and I'm like well I thought I was a professional but apparently I'm an idiot <laughs> Yeah. So how old are you? I'm 27, man. Babe. Young Just a little kid. Young. young and yeah. Young and full of experience, right? I don't know. That's uh, that's that's opinions. Uh, are, I don't know, maybe. Did you did you tell us where you're at right now? Top secret. Well, <laughs> I didn't want to talk about it, but I, I I guess I will. So right now I'm actually drinking milk with Ron Burgundy and Baxter. Oh, um, f- yeah. <laughs> And uh, we're, we're planning on filming um, Anchorman 3, but we're not sure if we want to go down that road. Cause... Have, you, have you seen my holster? No. Okay. I'm, I'm going to tag you in an Instagram post after this. Uh, Savoie Leather, you need to connect with that guy. Um, okay. He made me a holster, leather, that says, stay classy talking lead. And it's a picture of Ron Burgundy. And it's awesome. So what would your... <laughs> Hell what would yeah. your um, Viral song be for Ron Burgundy three. Ron Burgundy three. Yeah, it, it would just be a repeat of like milk was a bad choice. <laughs> <laughs> what was that one they they all sang? They started singing in the office. Afternoon delight. Afternoon delight. Afternoon delight. We just went. We just went glee up in this freaking thing. That Hell was really yeah. not cool. That was awesome. So um, we're gonna talking lead the musical next, and now it's time for facts, facts to fight the myths. Matt, you got a myth you want to kind of debunk, right? Yeah, to get me in trouble with everybody. <laughs> yes. Um, I always I always laugh about when uh, people don't know anything about the special operations community, and they just come at you with stuff as like, like, oh, I was a ranger, and they're like, oh, so you're like. You're almost a marine, you know. That's true, <laughs> but that's that's somewhat and, uh, true. And and every every marine in the world will attest to that statement. Yep. But I mean, yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> because when we go through boot camp, it's told to us that it's exactly the same as the ranger training that we're doing. Everything rangers do <laughs> in our three month boot camp. You know, I, you just wrote a joke for me. What I'm going to do for like uh, the marines? They're going to be like, how to how to be a marine. And then I'm going to tell you you're a ranger and a Navy SEAL, and then I'm going to hand you an M16 from 1992. <laughs> That's true. I did have an A2. Like, congratulations. This gun killed Saddam Hussein. <laughs> Let's talk about your clothing line. Yeah. Gear. You got a little fashionista in you, huh? I know. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty amped on the clothing line. You know, it's it's, it's a fun thing because it's kind of like my jokes um, put into to T-shirts, at least the crew that I'm with. And uh, it's a fun time. I was going to say, and one of those T-shirts, Great Minds Think Alike, because we've been designing T-shirts off and on. We kind of started a new collaboration with 1776 United. 
But nice. I was designing one called Pew Fessional, and then I saw yours that said Pew Professional, and I was like, crap, so I scrapped it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. No, that's cool. I, I'm glad somebody else came out with it. Yeah, for that, that shirt, I'd, for a long time, that was always a shirt I want to make because they had those, the like the selector switch with Pew, 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 and Pew, 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 and mm-hmm. no Pew. And I always laughed about that, and I was like, yeah, we're Pew Professionals if, if they got the joke. So, yeah. That's nice. They got those back in stock, they do. Man? Those lowers with the pew, the pew pew, and the pew pew yeah. pew. I got they an email yesterday. They're back in stock. Who is it that's making them? Because um, we weren't sure. Aero Precision. Aero Precision. Gotcha. Yeah, they're probably sold out by now. What are some of the other shirts y'all y'all have? Um, we have a lot, you know. And honestly, right now, or our company is like we we launched like three months ago, and and it's been a crazy amount of work, but it, it's it's a lot of fun and. Uh, I just I want to see where we are in six months because we want to come out with a lot of new stuff. But we have like a shirt that says YOLO. It's like that kid saying you only live once, but he's like throwing a frag grenade. Um, <laughs> I want that uh, right now. <laughs> we actually we dropped a new T-shirt today, which I'm pretty amped on. It says uh, "Let's get this party cracking," and it's the uh, you know the Kraken from the the oh. movie the Swamp the or the Squid Monster. Clash of the Titans. Yeah, I think. Yeah, exactly. Clash of the Titans. I think Jim Irwin already bought them all. Yeah, I know. He hit me up. He's like, "You steal my design?" I was like, "No, I'm just trying to show you love, brother." No, he didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> he 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 actually Jim is the guy who inspired that shirt. Isn't that his his call night? sign or whatever? It's his call yeah. sign in his bike club. Yep, the Kraken. The Kraken. Yeah, so that's pretty much my TV or my uh, excuse me, my um, clothing company. I don't know what else. It's 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 more. It's all veteran owned, which is pretty cool. Is so we run all the design, we do all that stuff, and everybody in the business is a veteran. And we just um, we have a big release date coming up in May, but we're uh, I probably shouldn't talk about that. But we're doing a thing where we're going to involve the veteran community even more, where pretty much 100% of the business is all veteran owned. So I'm pretty amped on that. Even the manufacturer of the shirts and everything. That's the only thing that we can't really figure out yet is the person who makes the cotton to be a veteran but as far as printing distributing and everything else is hopefully going to be veteran owned there's not too many veterans that are 13 years old in the philippines <laughs> exactly you know that it's such a hard thing as as a business owner and I, you know you think it's easy but when you get into this stuff you're like you know i want it to be made in america and everything and you know 90 percent of the 95 percent of the business is in america but then like importing cotton, it's so hard to find like an American distributor of that stuff that's reasonably priced where you're not driving. You have to be competitive prices. It's ridiculous, you know. It's sad a little bit. Yeah. When try. are you going to start your supplemental line, sports uh, nutrition uh, and supplements? Yeah, we have. Well, we are we're releasing um, in actually three days: unicorn semen, viper semen, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a pre-workout and post-workout. So one's shake. like a protein, one's like a creatine, <laughs> exactly. And then one's like a, a horse steroid. Wow, is this real? <laughs> no, Does that work no. for a oh, function? I Come think on. we just came up, dude. Could you imagine going in the gym like, "Hey, bro, yes. what are you drinking for pre-workout?" You're like, "Viper semen." Viper semen. Oh my like, god, dude, like tiger you blood. Sell, you would sell a ton of that. I know. <laughs> okay, like Charlie Sheen's tiger blood. You know, hey, yeah. have you ever had anybody just run up and yell "Ranger smash" and rip their shirt off? <laughs> Holy, f- that would be the coolest thing to ever happen. If someone ran up just was like "Ranger smash," I would be like, "I kind of want to make babies with you," <laughs> but you're a man. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God. Does he know He's Sam? Like, I know not, he, he and Sam are like twins, dude. They're sensitive to modern technology and science if that's possible. Huh? What? 
What? what? Nothing. I'm I'm wondering. <laughs> did we do this weekend guns? Uh, no, we didn't. What you we did this weekend guns? Let's do it now. What'd you do with guns this week? Uh, what did what I, I do with guns this week? Yeah, what'd you do? Let's go with our guest first. Uh, or last week, I'm, or just in the recent. What's the most recent thing you since did? Since last with time firearms? you talked to us. Um, I, I I passed the bill trying to ban guns. That's the most recent thing. And this call's over. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I mean I go shoot every single week. Either my Glock, AK, AR. So um, you have a Glock, AK? Is that a hybrid? I have a Glock, AK. It's it's a it's a Glock mounted AK. That's like the best of both worlds. But you only get one yeah. of those if you operate operationally. Right. You exactly. Sweet. No, I shoot every week, man. I I go out there and uh, yeah. I don't know. I'm an avid gun owner. Obviously, that's what I try to promote every day. So I shoot every single day. Usually, probably, I honestly about three times a week as I shoot. Do you have a, a certain um, shooting range, obstacle course, or routine that you usually go through? No, it depends where I am. I usually just work my AR as far as like reloading. I'm like big on that kind of stuff because um, I've shot enough where I'm comfortable with my shot group and that kind of stuff. Or a lot of what I've been doing now is from concealed carry because I try out different holsters as far as like what I'm carrying on a daily basis. So mm-hmm. I try pulling from like a full cover shirt, you know, um, transitioning into like my if some gangbanger is trying to trying to rape my girlfriend, I can shoot him in the face real quick. Do you need the appendix carry? What's that? Are you trying any of the appendix carry? Are you doing that any? Appendix? Which one's out? The, like it's pointing at your junk. Yeah, it's where. Oh no 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 no! I, I three o'clock position. No, no, nope. Mm-mm. The appendix were two o'clock. No appendix is right there. That's oh, right there. Yeah, that's dangerous. Check your bladder. You know, there, there's actually all there's all <laughs> these different types of holsters. Days the bladder ones, the back holster. I usually just do right hip, man. That's since I grew up that way shooting off that I just do in the waistband right hip I conceal it enough I'm a big enough dude that I'm not worried about it and uh, that's what I, I came do. up with a new way the prison purse what is it the prison purse no it's on our, our what is the prison purse I gotta hear this the prison purse that's where you tuck you stick stuff. it up your butt you stuck yeah you tuck stuff in your prison purse <laughs> to get it in the drawer <laughs> no. you just can't make sure your 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 uh, pistol's loaded you know if yeah, it's up your you ass. can't have a safety gotta oh, have okay, a lot right. of uh, lube for that <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, on our select fire show, um, uh-huh. when oh, Pinkus was Pinkus. was was doing trying to appendix his his AR, AR pistol. pistol. Yeah, what did I call it? Oh, straddle. That was the other thing I was going to mention at the beginning straddle of the show carry. that I forgot. Pinkus posted a post today that said posted a post posted a post on Instagram showing where the ATF letter about uh, the brace. About the brace stabilization or brace. stabilization brace or just a AR pistol. If you shoulder an AR pistol, it does not make it a SBR. No. It yep. doesn't. No, it doesn't. Yep. Uh, and that's what we said. I was yep. like, so what? So there's a letter no, that has come it, out from the ATF saying that now. To where there was always this fear. No, there was never. You can shoulder it if it doesn't have an actual buttstock or an attachment for a buttstock. So or if you've got a, a six-hour stabilizing brace that has a ATF letter that says that it does not make it an SBR and it's not a buttstock. You can shoulder it. You can shoulder it. Yep. So yeah. if I shoulder, I mean, according to, to what we're saying here, mm-hmm. you know, the, the thinking on the original way is if I shouldered my uh, 1911. Technically, I just made it a rifle. <laughs> yeah. Okay. On on the the myth. That's another myth. Right. There we yeah, go. There's another there's myth. Another fact of fact of myth. No, that's that huge. We need to put that on our Facebook. Which yeah. I am deadly yeah, accurate with a shoulder file. So he's got a shoulder actual, fire 1911. Yeah. You're accurate. With? Deadly. That's how do you bend your head down to look at the sights? You don't. You just you just know where you're it's going. It's just natural aim. Yeah. Is that a marine thing? Yeah, absolutely. They teach that to us in boot camp. Chin okay. of sight. You've got another uh, skit for your channel, Matt. I know. Boom. Got it. Oh, Thank dude. You. Yeah, you got to shoulder fire a pistol. 
<laughs> without like looking at or the something. sites. Oh, that was I, it should be it should be like how to how to get an SBR and then I'll just like uh, butt stock mount in 1911. Like, <laughs> this this is a ghost gun. Right. Use like a you can't some you can't tape. shoulder fire this thing. It's funny you say that though, because that's what our our show has all completely been about. Is like we don't just have gun guys on; we have people from other industries. We've had NASCAR drivers, and we sponsor a NASCAR. Yeah, we sponsor NASCAR, and uh, we've had country music artists. We've had actors. Just as long as they're pro gun, they can come on the show and promote whatever the hell they got going on. So, if Hunter wants to come on the show, tell him he's more than welcome. Perfect. Yeah, I mean that's the same yeah, that's like awesome. literally what our business is about is like just having fun doing what you want to do personally but then being a gun owner, you know, you don't you cuz everybody and, and that's like an awareness thing. People think of gun exactly. owners as like these exactly. a-holes that are like, "Oh yeah, freaking yep. You know, screw the gay community. There's so many of us out there that are just like, hey, live your life, do your thing, but don't be an idiot and own a gun because I'm going to protect my and family. That's, I'm going to protect my goals. society. Yeah, that's one of our goals is to project it out to as many different arenas as we can, you know. Yeah. So we, we're showing what we tried to do. We had a segment that we were doing. It was we were showing uh, athletes because a lot of the athletes get bad press. The only time you hear about them is when they do something stupid with a, you know, with a gun. They shoot themselves or somebody else. So what we do is we try to uh, promote and highlight positive aspects of the athletes that are doing positive things. Um, like uh, Manny, is it Manny Pacquiao? What's his name? Manny Pacquiao. Yeah. Pacquiao. Manny, Manny Pacquiao. Pacquiao. He's a boxer, and a lot of people don't know that he does competition shooting as well yep. on, on the off time to you know it helps with his. I didn't know that. At all. That's badass. No. Yeah, I mean he's he's won several competitions. To come to common ground on certain things that you like uh, believe in very very sternly, and that's I'm a gun owner, which. That comes before anything, and being an American, you, you, you get what I'm saying. Though it's like th- those are things that take precedent over all the other subtle things. Like, hey, I don't like that you chew with your gum open. I don't give a f- you know, do what you want to do. Yeah, <laughs> those are small things. Well, no, that's an issue we do discuss here. We don't like when people chew with their mouth open, Ooh. mouth breathers, yeah. or if yeah. they wear their their pants below their. We're very waistline. serious about that. Yeah, yeah we don't like saggers. I don't like that sh- either. Let's just it's talk about practical because you know it, it goes against your concealed carry. You know, you're sagging. We, we, we should have, do a scientific study that if, if you sag to your knees it's probably easier to pull your concealed carry out because it's easier to reach from your hand distance to your waist distance. So. Well we figured out on one episode that if you're sagging that low it's probably because you're carrying a high point. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That or you don't know how to do your ankle holster. Yeah. <laughs> Go through the top. <laughs> <laughs> so if people want to get some of the shirts or find out more about you, how do they find you? Facebook, website, all that stuff? Um, best way is Facebook or YouTube. Just search MBest11X and it comes up on both. And then there's links to my uh, my clothing company, but the clothing company is Article 15 Clothing, art15.com. And uh Got some fun stuff on there, and um, mainly thank you for having me on the channel, guys. I really appreciate it. No problem, man. We enjoyed it. We man. appreciate you being on, man. Everybody, make sure you keep our buddy Chris Heben in your prayers. He's doing well. He's recovered. If you followed us on our Facebook page, you saw where absolutely, yeah. Last Friday, he got shot by some gangbangers. Got which... a little altercation. Got shot. Yep. Took after him. Succumbed to his wounds. Uh, yeah. Had to pull over to the police station. But he's doing great now. He's I mean, in, this is a guy who recovery. was a Navy SEAL, served in Afghanistan, Iraq. What's a Navy SEAL? Always a Navy SEAL. Yeah. And he randomly gets shot by a couple gangbangers just because... Does a lot for his community. Oh, yeah. Absolutely does. Uh, 
big big on um, the History Channel. Does a lot for the History Channel. No, has did a, anything for the Military Channel? Has, no, has a documentary coming yeah. out. Got a what is it called? Uh, Ivory, Ivory Ivory Wars. Wars. Yep. Yeah, Ivory Wars. That's going to be coming out what next month or yep. the end of this month? Uh, end of this month, twenty second. The twenty second. So make sure you guys check out Ivory Wars. Is that on the History Channel? I think Animal Planet. Animal Planet. That's right. And then he's gonna. He's also the voice of Ridge Reapers or Under Armour's Ridge Reaper on the Outdoor Channel. All right. And so musician. Yeah, yeah. Got musician. The, the Patriot does a little bit of everything. I'm a Patriot. So Sorry. make sure you keep uh, Chris and your thoughts and your prayers and Nicole and their uh, family. Their yeah. family. So, so let's thank our sponsors. I'd like to thank ICE Training, ICE Training US. Rob Pincus over there. Today is the last day. When you're hearing this, that's going to be too late. But I was going to say today is the last day to get your ballots in for him to get the 76 seat on the NRA Board of Directors. Let's hope he gets on there. Holder and Green Professional Real Estate Services, HG Press, for all your Middle Tennessee real estate needs, whether you're buying, you're selling, you're an investor, give those guys a call at 1-800-615-1840, extension pew, 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 pew. Two, 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 two. Also, we have All or Nothing Tattoo Studios. AllOrNothingTattoo.com and their very gun-friendly merchandise store, StrangleholdMerch.com. And we got to give a big uh, shout-out to Ergo Grips for making our 300 Blackout uh, project possible. And uh, I'm they looking were, at um, that bag, dreading what I have to do with what's inside Major there. force in getting that done. <laughs> I actually uh, got the gas block, um, got the proper gas block for it, took it out to uh, the National Armory, and Sean and I shot it, and it runs like a dream. Nice. It's shooting great. So we're going to be doing some videos uh, of that, um, um, shooting supersonic and subsonic. Awesome. Rounds on that coming up. Did you use a can? Uh, no, we're going Not to. Yet. Okay. Not yet. No, we, we just wanted to make sure everything was cycling property, properly, and uh, it's it's good. So. Uh, Ergo Groups, big thank, on that. big thank you on that. Uh, Black Widow Armament. Also supplied some parts for that. Head Down Rifles, Northside Gun Shop, help us out a lot with that. Patriot Clean Fuel, uh, buddy Craig. Modern Spartan Systems. And, of course, for the lube, Modern Spartan Systems. I, I did their the process that they recommend, mm-hmm. you know, lubing it up, shooting some rounds, then re-lubing it. And, you know, so it should be, what's the process that they call that? Gabe? L- lubing. No, it felt great when you lubed it. That's all I have to say. Yeah, exactly. it felt wonderful. Anyway, it's supposed to seal the barrel and make it, you know, even more accurate. Oh yeah, I don't know all the technical data. Yeah, so just check out Modern Spartan Systems. Also, want to give a shout out and at the same time remind everybody. I uh, want to shout out to Cantu Brunner Designs, CantuBrunnerDesigns dot com. Check out all their pins. They use bullet casings to make some really cool pins, and they're donating a pin to our FOP fundraiser we're doing next weekend right. on the 11th. April the 11th. Uh, we've got a lot of people donating surprises for the, the auction there. Smith & Wesson, Hornady. We've got our our friends, uh, Rob Pincus at uh, PDNICE Training. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got a $500 gift certificate uh, along with probably about two or $300 worth of DVDs and books uh, that they've donated. Combat Flip Flops has donated. The Nashville... Chris. The Nashville TV show mm-hmm. has donated. They donated uh, one of their uh, pilot scripts. It's mm-hmm. autographed by all the, the crew. Um, Savoir Leather, he's donated a $500 boa skin holster that uh, he's going to bring up next week. Noveski has donated. I think there's going to be two lowers that we're going to be auctioning off there. Smith & Wesson. Uh, 
Yeah, I said, just, I said Smith and Wesson. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's gonna be some Smith and Wesson stuff there. But yeah, I mean it's gonna be a ton of stuff. We're gonna be recording the show from there. So if anybody can come out, the tickets are ten dollars. If you do in advance, go to our Facebook page and there's a, a contact information there on how you get your tickets. We're fifteen dollars at the door. It is next Friday night in Mount Juliet, Tennessee, at the church. You'll go to our Facebook page. You know we've got everything posted there. We're, we suck with, uh, with our memory, so so definitely come out and see us because we we always get these messages on Facebook and email. Hey, I saw you at so and so gun shop. Hey, I saw you at Walmart, and we're like, dude, come up and say hi. <laughs> so come on out to the uh, Fraternal Order of Police fundraiser that we're going to be doing. Watch the movie. Uh, it's yeah, going to be a fun event. Heroes Behind the Badge. Uh, and we may, <laughs> something very crazy may be happening. I may be getting tased in front of everyone. That's true. I forgot about that. All right. So we also have Vet Made Ammunition, who is going to be donating some ammunition, too, for the auction. Yeah. So. yeah. I mean, there's a lot more stuff, too. It's just too much for us to, to remember because yep. we suck at remembering. We also okay. want to thank 1776. So, mm-hmm. guys, be on the lookout. We've got, as we heard us discuss some new designs coming out for t-shirts for Should that be coming next week and our good buddy and our nascar truck oh, Clay yeah. greenfield Clay greenfield had his first race in martinsville was it last week yep um came in 30th um but he hung in there had a good race got uh, is there one this week he's got coming up i don't know i'm not sure I don't know, but uh, support him um fox sports one is where they typically race and uh, he's in the cars also now, too. He does the Camping World Truck Series, and then uh, he's doing nationwide the, series. the Nationwide Series on the cars. Yep. And uh, the Talking Lead uh, truck is out there. And his business, ClutchDefense.com. Yep, and ClutchDefense.com. Check them out as well. So, Matt, thanks for coming on, man. We appreciate you coming. Anytime. Now we need to get you to Nashville, do some videos. Drink some Jameson. You, you can't tempt me with a good time and not follow through. So there you go. Never happens here. Maybe we'll try to coordinate it where Jim's coming in because he's supposed to come down with us too. So. Perfect. Awesome. And as always, left hand. Keep, keep your loved ones, ones close. close. Keep your firearms closer, but always keep Jameson and America a lot closer because that's what's important.